Welcome, everybody. We have Instagram Live here. We're also here on Spotify. Thank you for joining us again. It's been a real long time since Ash and I have been on here recording, at least that will be aired, because we did try this once before we got into an argument during this time. We have established boundaries. We have communication practices that we're implementing. So we're going to knock this podcast out because it's been so long. How do you feel about being back, Ash? I'm excited. Um, I mean, I think, let's see, we first had, the we birthed this baby like two years ago, I think. How, how long has it been since we, I don't know. I'm just excited to like have the intention to be more consistent moving forward. <laughs> and I think it's a great place for us to practice our communication skills. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about generally. So the fact that we're here and talking, we're just going to keep making podcasts because we talk anyways and we talk about cool shit. So we're just going to record all the cool shit that we talk about. And yeah. And to that point, actually, I think a good, like, since it's been a few months since we've recorded an episode, I think today we're going to just do a really quick, like, high-level brief cap of what the last couple months have been, and then there will be other con- concepts and topics of life that we will dive deeper into in, in future episodes. And something else I think that we are trying to practice with the podcast is letting go of this idea that we need to have, like, really long guest interview type episodes all the time and we will probably be pushing out some content that are just like really quick like 10-15 minute chats on a very specific topic that we're inspired to, to talk about so she's, you'll see some variety she's being optimistic about 10 to 15 minutes because i've seen ashley talk non-stop for 20 minutes about the bachelorette episode from the previous night so <laughs> There are are some things that need an extra level of detail and some things that don't. No, but for real, it is is a challenge. I'm just saying that I'd like to have some shorter episodes, like easy entry points for people. They don't feel like they have to listen to 90 minutes. Yeah, it's not likely going to be this one, but we're going to keep it around 30 minutes. So since the last time we recorded and aired an episode, this was probably like April April. or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what have we been doing since then? (laughs) Yes, and now I pause in my brain because I constantly am, despite what you might think, challenging myself to simplify and only tell the bits and pieces that need to be told. We also learned that we shouldn't record a podcast when Ashley's on her period, or close to. I think it's reasonable. I think it's reasonable. We shouldn't do that. So (laughs) we're on the opposite side of. You heard it from her people. I agree with you. Um, Okay, in April we were. Traveling with people, and we were doing a lot of boondocking, which is also known as dry camping. Um, a lot of not hooked up to RV parks, powering the generator, 
enjoying our brand new RV that we had just gotten in March and exploring parts of the country that we didn't necessarily plan to explore, but I think places we're seeing and, and also some places that uh, maybe we won't go back to. Your device isn't set up yet. Oh no, the speaker. Oh no, we don't edit anything, so. Technology. We're not. We're not going to edit this. Google is listening to us. I'll jump in though. So we were in around that time, April. We were in Utah or so, and we were in Utah for quite a while. Yeah. And hanging out with our friends there as we were on the road and living a really unique lifestyle with, like she said, boondocking, dry camping traveling every week to two weeks or so yeah probably every week at a time we were moving a lot faster at that time we also didn't have service at many of those places so we weren't doing podcasts because we were like out on the rio grand river (laughs) with no service but enjoying the beautiful views and scenery and lifestyle really the quietness of it Mm -hmm. and it was great yeah there's i would say like for example we went to moab which is a really popular destination for like RVers and whatnot, but not for the kind of lifestyle you and I live. <laughs> I mean, we got to see some really beautiful. I mean, I went back to Arches National Park and saw some great mo- monuments that are definitely worth going to. But also the winds, it was like sandy and like winds were fifty miles an hour. And our brand new trailer and our truck and our generator all got like sandblasted. It was not a place I'd go back to. Uh, but we saw some other places of Utah that were just absolutely beautiful. Um, and then in May, we parted away with our friends and we went north back home to the Bay Area, which again, we weren't planning to like drive back there with our trailer. We were going to blast to Texas and then fly back home for Tyler's sister's wedding, which was mid-June. But then, um, with our route change, it just worked out and we could show the family the new trailer. So, We blasted back up to the Bay Area and hung out at your family's house um, for about a month, which is where we were parked before we started traveling. So it was a really cool chapter, I feel like. Mm. It was like, okay, we... like (laughs) There were definitely certain themes of the chapter. (laughs) Yeah, and we had left the Bay Area October 2021, and then it was June 2022 that we had made it back there. We didn't really make it that far. I mean, we went really slowly through SoCal and through the Southwest, so it was really exciting to see family, of course, but when we were, like, crossing the California border, Tyler was looking at the sign that says, you know, welcome to California, and he's like, no! I fucking shit myself seeing the gas prices. Literally, as soon yeah. as we crossed the Nevada-California border, it was, like, seven twenty nine for diesel or something yeah. like that, where we saw it, and I was just dumbfounded, uh, and it cost a lot of money to, to get back in gas, yeah. um, which we'll talk about later because there was more traveling with much gas money after that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then we made it back to the Bay area. We were there for a month or maybe a little bit longer than a month. It was pretty much a month spot on. It was really good, uh, for me anyways, obviously to spend time with family, but to do our typical shit, like go to the, the restaurants that we would go to. I think we got sushi confidential, you know, a couple other things that we like to enjoy. Familiar places. Yeah, there's something to say about familiarity. Not necessarily enjoying California, per se, but what the things that were familiar to us represented to us. And then um, then we had my sister's wedding in Yosemite, and uh, that was a beautiful experience. I guess I'll just keep talking about it until you raise your hand and tell me you want me to stop. 
Um, I was the officiant of my sister's wedding, and that means that I married them, uh, my brother-in-law, Christian and Paige, and truly honored to be that person for them in that, and wrote my speech the day before, (laughs) typical Tyler fashion. It was really beautiful. You did a great speech. It was a beautiful mix of funny and heartfelt and, you know, bits and pieces that only you would be able to talk about because you're Paige's sister and you know Chris so well. Paige's sister? Sorry, Paige's brother. (laughs) (laughs) And you know Chris so well with them having been together for 10 years, so you were the perfect person to to do that. And it was a really great... It was beautiful. It was a beautiful Rush Creek Lodge. Yeah. The wedding was just overall some of the most fun I've had in a really long time. Like, when you get all of your people together, like people from childhood... Um, your family, like, you know, homies from all over the place to come together for a wedding like that, a real blast happens. And I got wasted. <laughs> I drank three nights in a row, which I haven't done since I was like 21 years old. <laughs> so, and overall, I felt okay about it. <laughs> we stayed in this really cool little uh, Thousand Trails. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, what do you call it? They're cabins. Cabin? So yeah. as part of our Thousand Trails membership, which is where we try to park the RV most of the time. We also get once a year free one free week in a cabin and their cabins are really nice and I didn't really know exactly what to expect but it was such a nice break to be out of the RV and like yeah it was in a little cabin place it was just you and I and we used it for the weekend and then we we weren't going to stay the whole week so we gave that to Paige and Chris so that they could stay up there and have a little bit of a honeymoon because they unfortunately weren't able to plan for a honeymoon as well so that was kind of you know the honeymoon that they are able to have right now it was really amazing to be able to give them that space that it was just like no cell service right on a tiny little river stream and that they could just be up there and enjoy a few extra days in that magical land yeah and that was um overall an interesting experience bittersweet near the end of the wedding too because we were saying goodbye to my sister and christian again Saying goodbye All to... All the family. We didn't... I might have seen my dad after... Yeah, but not your mom. Yeah, I mean, we were leaving two days after the wedding to begin our travels again, so the wedding was this big crescendo of joy and tears and laughter and fun, and then we left and had to say goodbye to much of our family again. One sec. <coughs> oh, Lord. That's real. And then we... Oh, I got something. I don't know where you're going, but I got something. <laughs> okay chronologically it's important to mention now this is not something i knew of at the time but chronologically while we were in yosemite for your sister's wedding something very important arrived in the mail oh yeah 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 i would love to tell this part actually so uh a month before ish i ordered ashley's engagement ring (laughs) on the interwebs and spoiler alert we're engaged (laughs) yeah right that's a thing (laughs) And uh, I ordered that, and I wasn't sure it was going to arrive before we left again to start traveling again. Mm-hmm. And um, the tracking was all fucked up. And then I got a notification somehow that it had arrived the day of the wedding. Yeah, yeah, it was literally the day of the wedding. And um, it was just one of my uncles back home who's not necessarily the most dependable person in the world. So... I was worried that this package was going to get lost or stolen off the doorstep. So I, like, rushed to, 
to call him and make sure it was safe and secure and luckily it was and then had that ring hidden for a Where while. Where did you hide it? <laughs> well, I had it I hit I hit it in a sock when we were in Costa Rica. Okay. But we're not there yet. And then um where did I hide it? When we were in the RV, was it in like your books? It was oh, it was in a backpack. Yeah. I left it in the bottom of my backpack yeah. the whole time I like, covered with books. <laughs> yeah. You knew I would never go looking. Yeah. You don't look at books. Why would you look in there? I don't look in your personal <laughs> things is what I don't do. Yeah. So um, then we left great. luckily it arrived and we left the Bay Area two days later. Yes, so this is where I'll jump in. This is where the adventure begins. So, we <laughs> we were in the Bay Area, and we were not exactly sure exactly where we were going to go next, um, because we weren't sure if we were going to go to Costa Rica or not. So, at one point in time, oh I God, had so all of these parts. plans to for us to go north through Oregon and Washington. Which is funny because we were trying to do that originally when we first left the bay. And that's another story as to why we didn't. But then when we decided to go to Costa Rica, we had all these other things that just logically made sense to blast back down to Texas. <laughs> which is where we were also trying to go originally at one point in the storyline. But during our boondocking travels one of our front living room pop outs in the rv was stuck in it wouldn't go out thankfully it was stuck in and we could still function in the space but it was a mega bummer because it's brand new mega bummer and long story short the only way to really get it fixed was to go back to the dealership that we bought the rv from which happened to be in phoenix arizona so I planned our trip for us to blast through California down to Phoenix, leave the RV with the dealership for one week while we stayed in an Airbnb. We had a long list of things that needed to get fixed, a variety of like urgencies. Which was a shitstorm because they almost didn't they almost have it didn't, all fixed. They almost weren't able to do it. We had to drive down there in person and like talk to the manager of all managers and yeah. and lay down the law which i am not afraid to do i Ash, love those moments Ash laid down the law i laid the sure. law down and um <laughs> then I, oh first off just blasting through southern california to get to phoenix was was it a venture in itself because we had done some overnights that we had never done before we weren't staying anywhere fun it was just like one day travel one day travel one day travel and we would yeah. we slept overnight in a truck stop and it was like the middle of summer and it was so not having any electricity for AC was Yeah, it was mess. Insane. There it was, was a, crazy travel. We also left my dog behind at home. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which was very sad for me. Yeah. He had been traveling with us before, but it was a better idea to leave him at home with my dad as we were attempting to get to Costa Rica. And overall, just with that travel, what that ended up being with Ugh. no AC and not even having all of our pop outs out and stuff. Yeah. It was a good decision, as sad as it is for me to recognize that he's still not here with me. He's still at home because I haven't gotten him back yet, but that was a, a hard choice that I had to make. Yeah, and we knew we would get Porter back at some point. We just didn't know when, which was part of the sadness. But it's also, it's sad for you, but for Porter, I mean, he gets to hang out with two of his dog friends, and he yeah. gets to be with Grandpa and all, like, his whole family that loves him. So it's not like he's sad. No, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. Um... 
So we get the phoenix. We get, we get the, the trailer all sorted out. We get it sorted out, minus a few extra things, but that's okay because Mostly. there is a another service center in Houston, Texas that we can go to. So that works out really nice um, for the last bit of things that still need to be worked on. So after Phoenix, we then blast over to Texas because we had already been through. Actually, we made a stop. We did. We had one fun day. We went to White Sands National Park in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Another thing we tried we to Palm do before Springs we diverted. We were in Palm Springs for three days. Melting. Melting. Melting oh at God. 111 degrees. I don't know why anyone lives in Palm Springs. Jesus like, Christ. I know in the, in the wintertime it's nice, but in the summer it's just like, I can't live somewhere that gets that hot. No. You can't even enjoy yourself. Nope. So, anyway, we finally crossed the border into Texas, which was so exciting for yeah. us because even though we had visited places that neither of us had been, like New Mexico before, um... Texas was a place that also neither of us had been, and we were both explicitly, like, we had that on that our list of a place that we really wanted to see. We have friends in Texas and a couple cities that we would consider potentially living in if we really liked it, like, from what we knew, right? Like, the whole, the whole, not really the whole point of traveling this way, but the end of our travels will be, of course, where do we want to root back down? And we have a couple cities of interest. So to finally get to the state where we can see those that we we know we want to see. It was really exciting to cross the Texas border. Texas definitely represented something to us because it was one of those goals, a place where friends were, like Ashley said, and also a place of just fucking freedom. Yeah. Compared to oh, what we had been living yes, in. Yes, that's a perfect like, point to say. Fourth of July. We crossed yeah. over into Texas. And it was Fourth of July and when it was we got there. July. And you could buy fireworks everywhere. Oh, light them off. Huge like, fireworks. Crazy ass fireworks, <gasps> which we hadn't experienced in California ever. Maybe. They were just like, you can go to any neighborhood and you're driving. We were and in, everybody's doing it. We were outside of San Antonio at the time and you're driving around and there are huge fireworks shooting up in the sky the whole skyline. over yeah. the place. And we were like, didn't know where to go. And this guy at the fireworks stand was like, hey, just come to my neighborhood, like light yeah. stuff off. And we were lighting off fireworks that were going up like what, 50 feet in the air, like oh, big booms. They were yeah. awesome. So it was a great way to celebrate Texas. It was. And Texas has really lived up to that still so far. I think yeah. we've had a lot of fun here. A lot of friendly people. Um, yeah. And then, so we're in San Antonio for a bit. Beautiful city. Uh, very nice city. Uh, definitely surprising. That was the point where we were deciding um, what we were going to do with the cats in the trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, before we're going to get to Costa Rica Another because Costa Rica I don't know I don't remember what day or month that we left but we had to <laughs> figure out what we're going to do with our cats when we were leaving for Costa Rica and what we're going to do with our trailer quickly we thought we would use Outdoorsy which is an app where you can rent out your RV to people much like Airbnb the problem with that is that an RV is a moving part with very much risk involved in allowing somebody to either rent your RV or if we place an RV somewhere for somebody to rent themselves and just stay in that location, they don't typically take it for as long as we were gone. We, we were going to go for 20 days. Nobody was going to rent it out for 20 days. So we had somebody try to rent it out for 10 days. We ended up backing out on that decision. We left our trailer at a Thousand Trails RV Park for essentially free because we were already members there. And then we actually found somebody where... We're in Houston now. Yeah, at this exact park. Yeah, it was so long ago. It was like it was like two months ago. This is the park we left them at. Yeah, and we left them here, and we found a nice I young found. woman. 
Ashley found a nice young woman on uh, Rover to come and feed the cats every day and play with them a little bit. So yeah. it was definitely sad to leave the cats. Yeah. Ashley was bummed. They were bummed, I'm sure. But I have to say, the Rover app was awesome. It took me a while to, like, through all my digging and research, I was looking at boarding, and it was going to be, like, $900 to board two cats, and they were going to be in a cage. And I was like, for a whole three weeks? No yeah. way. So it was, it about, was the right decision. For it was sure. about four hundred bucks. It was like I think twenty dollars a day for her to come and do like thirty minute check ins, feed the cats, do whatever, and play with them. And what I like about the app is you she she puts it like she checks in and checks out, so you know exactly when she's there. She'll message me. She'll send a little write up of like how the cats are doing. She was sending like pictures every day, so I could like see them and. Yeah. Uh, Blue is, you know, so playful and playing with her, and Marty is scared and hiding, you know, under the bed the whole time. But it was, I highly recommend Rover. And as a shameless plug, if anyone does want to try it, I can get you $20 off oh, wow. with a link I have. Cool. Yeah. Rover, we will accept sponsorship. <laughs> um, and then eventually we leave for Costa Rica. We leave from Houston, and um, we are there. For 20 days, um, we hung out with some friends when we were there. We did a lot of exploring while we were there. We stayed in two different places. Two different places. La Fortuna was the first location, and then Playa Hermosa, which is near Jaco, it was the second location. The first location um, was like, if you're familiar with La Fortuna, at the base of a volcano, Volcano Arenal. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I wouldn't say it was like our... I was looking forward more to the beach, but it was a very nice location. Like we ended up having our four year anniversary there and we had a nice expiration day. Tyler surprised me with plans for our four year anniversary. We both took work off that day. I didn't know what we were going to do. I had some ideas cause I had mentioned some things that I was like, just a casual, what Monday. do I, what do, what do I want to do in Costa Rica that I care about? And I knew that they had some epic zip lines and things like that. So I had mentioned some things like that, but you surprised me and planned all of it, which was really awesome, and it was the best ever. I'm glad you planned it, because if I did, I would have been more frugal, and we probably would have just done the zip lining, and it would have been like a fraction of the awesomeness. Yeah. So it was zip lining, and then it was individual water tubing down like a river raft, mm-hmm. and then it was horseback riding. And mm-hmm. all three were awesome, but we did them all like one after another with the same organization, and it was freaking amazing the water rafting was <laughs> so fun yeah yeah it was all really cool i actually personally really like the horseback riding the most i think really uh shortly after learned that my last name means letting horses loose <laughs> so probably not a coincidence there um you needed to know that so you're welcome and they let us run with the horses yeah, we which were... is very rare that where they like have the horses run when you're on them yeah we were going wild on it the was horses. crazy we saw a sloth yeah, we did see a big sloth. We saw I mean, a lot of macaw birds. Well, that was later. But I'm just uh, talking about animals. Yeah, we saw some macaws. Um, Fortuna. What else in Fortuna? Anything else? There was a nice, like, organic place that we went to. Um, we we had some yummy food. Yeah, in general, though, the really important thing to know is that we were working this whole time, too. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's important to say. That is we a were big not, aspect of our life. We were not on vacation. We were working you know ashley was doing her virtual recruiting pretty much full time and i was doing my typical sessions luckily somehow my like rate my session rate that 
stint was like super light so I really got to enjoy a lot of time going to the gym and it was summertime so a lot of your clients tend to be like on vacations yeah. and whatever so it worked out and yeah. I already work remote and so I can work from anywhere and it was it was definitely something that I had to kind of like mentally prepare myself for and remind myself I'm not going to Costa Rica for like a full typical vacation yeah. I still have to work and that means that like people are going to be able to go out and explore during the day when I can't because I'm working but you can look at it that way and be all bummed or you can look at it in a way where it's like I can work from anywhere and if at any point in time I want to work from Costa Rica or Mm -hmm. work from Europe or work from wherever the heck like I could there's a lot of people that would die for that yeah there's a lot of people that would die for that I mean digital nomad work from anywhere it is a blessing that we have created this life I would have never when I got back into full-time work I would have never picked or felt like I needed to get a remote job but I did because we were traveling you know it was just yeah the way the story unfolded so beautiful what do you want to say anything about Hako yeah yeah definitely (laughs) there's a couple couple things to say about Hako yeah, so then we traveled. I feel like I'm missing something about... Oh, oh, yeah. So a common theme between each of our locations in Costa Rica is that they both flooded. <laughs> the first one oh, yeah. was super light. It was wet season in Costa Rica. So that means rain. there's a little bit more rain uh, there. And then the first night we got to our location in Fortuna, there was like a fair amount of leaks coming inside. The kitchen. Pretty, pretty light, but like... Relative it was, to the next one. Yeah, relatively light. Um but it was the first night, ironically, and we had to kind of manage that a little bit. And then when we go to Hako 10 days later, we get to this like totally different Airbnb. It's like a really quaint, clean, modern, little white. modern, all white apartment, essentially. We were so excited. And we were stoked. <laughs> we were like, this is new. This is cool. Like, let's experience this. The previous place was more of like a cabin. Yeah. No AC. This new place had AC. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, was, it was good. It also... Yeah, they both had Wi-Fi, actually, obviously. But uh, it was good. And then a what they call cyclone came in that night. I don't know if that if it was actually a cyclone, but the Airbnb owner said that it was a cyclone. Not even shitting you, flooded this apartment. The entire The apartment. entire apartment was like... A puddle. An inch to two inches deep in water. I mean, literally in the cracks of the wall, I could see water like streaming. In the matter in. of like... An hour, 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Yeah. And uh, so we're like, this isn't going to work. And the Airbnb host like, oh, it's leaked a little bit before, but we never had it leaked this bad. This must be a really bad storm, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, and they luckily oh, had... whole complex. Multiple places to move us into. So they moved us upstairs where there was no leak. And we got to stay in their upstairs apartment, which is actually bigger and nicer. So it ended up working out for us, even though there was some inconvenience there, obviously. Um, The other inconvenience of not only having to move the first time was that we were going to be there for a total of 10 days and that second apartment was not available for all of that. So for the last day or two, we were going to have to move to mm-hmm. another location or another apartment, we, you know, whatever, fine. Okay, we, we were focused more on how grateful we were that they actually owned the whole complex and had multiple options for us. Yeah. So this, the like last day we're there, or second to last day we're there, we move into a small little apartment downstairs and you're missing like a whole key 
Oh, I was just here. I was just going to wrap up the story of the apartment stuff. Okay. It doesn't have to all be chronological. On the last day we're there, we moved to a different apartment downstairs and um, we're cooking and the oven exploded. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much that pretty much sums it up. I had heated up some food. I'd put some food in the oven, gas oven, propane. Yes, propane gas. Whatever. And then uh, the flame had gone out when I went back and checked on it, and then I stuck my hand in to relight it. It exploded with my hand in the oven, and yeah, I mean, it was like a legit fire explosion. It burned off all my leg hair and some of my arm hair. Somehow I wasn't hurt or damaged more than that, but the explosion was so loud it actually busted out the windows of the apartment through the other side of the apartment so which is where i was sitting so basically i'm sitting on the other side i can't see tyler in the kitchen all of a sudden the loudest fucking boom and i'm from california so i'm thinking is this a earthquake (laughs) or like is there a gunshot because the glass window right to my right blasted open and then there's this moment of time where i don't hear anything i don't hear tyler i realize it came from the kitchen i don't know what the fuck happened and it's like that brief moment where you're turning the corner and you you don't know what you're gonna see on the other side and you know he was like like we said it was he had some singed leg hair and for the most part that was it i had one little cut of my finger if you saw pictures and you can go on our instagram and see some of the stuff the oven literally blew like four or five feet off of the wall everything that was inside of it and on top of it exploded everywhere and you had your face and hand down in the oven where a big flame and then the explosion like the fact that your face is like untouched is really you are protected by fucking angels in that moment i freaked out though i was like what's going on you know because there's a moment where you're in sh- you're a little bit in shock you're not saying anything i kind of pull you out of the kitchen i i was just then my nerves were shot um very ashley, scary ashley was definitely in shock we got all the owners of the property to come down and and they mostly didn't care actually they cared more about their apartment than anything. they didn't care about us they cared more about their apartment and not yeah. getting sued yeah, which but was kind of fucked um it was. We left Costa Rica with and then we left a that bang. Night. Yeah, we literally we left, left that, that night. night. We left with but a bang. But before all that, yeah, um, I finally found a moment to propose to Ashley. <laughs> uh, I had certain ideas and plans beforehand, didn't work out, and then we had one last day slash evening off, and it was that Monday, and um, yeah, it was like. I don't know. We just had a free evening, and I was like, hey, let's go down to the beach and see if there's a sunset. There wasn't much of a sunset, but I was dedicated, devoted to making this happen while we were in Costa Rica. So as this measly sunset begins with clouds covering it, for the most part, as we're at the beach, I sit down, I'm like, oh, let's take a picture. I'll set my phone up, and we'll get this sunset in the background and she's like it's not that good i'm like yeah let's do it anyways you're like stand up over there and i'll put this picture up put on timers so we can get a picture i'm like the sunset's not even happening yet yeah. like it's nothing good and it was in this moment and maybe even a little bit before were you wearing that shirt i was wearing this shirt oh, shit you were wearing that shirt yeah wow it was in it was in that moment for sure and probably even while we were walking that i thought it might be happening because i didn't I had given you, like, the ring that I, like, a, a, a selection of rings that I would like, and I allowed you to pick one, and then I thought that you probably had bought it, and I thought you would probably do it in Costa Rica, because that 
is fun and it hadn't happened yet and it was towards the end of the trip and you want and so I was just like it might happen right now so there was a couple it's hard to surprise me <laughs> I'm not trying to find the information it's finding me she is so <laughs> so then I'm standing she also, there she claims to have seen a bulge in my shorts I definitely <laughs> saw a bulge in your shorts from the corner of my eye but I didn't I just left it in the corner of my eye. I didn't like go and look to she try to like. Bulge in her mouth, I wanted to try. I wanted to try to be surprised if I could. So like when I saw that out of the corner of my eye, I was like, I'm not going to investigate any further. Like we'll just maybe it's you know whatever. So I'm standing up, and then you run over, and you put your hand around me to like take a picture. And I start feeling you fumble with your hand. I was near, wearing these shorts, your, wasn't I? I was. <laughs> Wow, you're wearing that shirt, and I was wearing these shorts. That's you start fumbling towards your pocket, and in that moment, I'm trying to like just smile for the pic- this picture, but I'm like, this is fucking happening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got down on E, popped the question. She said no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, she blacked out. She doesn't remember what I said. You don't remember what you said. I said something really lovey-dovey. It was, it lovey was lovey, but simple. It wasn't like a long speech. I don't mean yeah. simple in a bad way. I just mean it was like... I don't it mind. was basically like I love you and I, like I want to spend my life with you. Will you marry me? Basically, yeah, pretty much. And I she was all I'm... embarrassed because her nails were fucked, and <laughs> there were people on the beach watching us. That was a really funny thing. She actually started to take off her nails the previous day after she had had her nails done for probably six months straight. Yeah, and I said to you like two things: I want to be surprised, and yeah. I want my nails done. <laughs> So I failed on both. <laughs> well, my nails started getting all messy, and I was in Costa Rica. I'm like, oh, I just got to pick them off myself. So they were she like, started the to grow worst. bacteria under her nails. People, don't let her fool you. Thank you. That was really <laughs> a detail above and beyond. And it's not my fault. It's the nail salon's fault. But, I, I agree with you. But it was not okay, so I had to pick the nails off myself. So they were looking the worst they'd ever fucking looked. And so immediately after I said yes, I was like, yeah, and then she literally, after we left the beach, we went straight to the market and she bought nail polish. So I could get a picture and send a picture to people, yeah. But yeah. Um, it was a very beautiful moment and it was nice to, you know, remember Costa Rica with that memory and to have it on the beach. And yeah. I didn't, like, we didn't really talk about ways that we would prefer, you know, a proposal or whatever. You were just... You were pretty, like, set on doing what you were going to want to do. And we didn't really talk about, like, ways or anything. I didn't realize until afterwards that, like, oh, man, I got kind of embarrassed by, like, the six people on the beach that were watching. Like, and that that's for me to reflect on. But I was like, now everyone's watching us, you know, where I would have... I guess what I learned in that moment is, like, oh, maybe I didn't want anyone around, you know, because I got, I got consumed by partly consumed by the like feeling that people were watching and i didn't i don't like that so yeah, question for you is why can't you be witnessed in your acceptance of love or just and it doesn't even have to be love it could be other things too just, i don't really like, like to draw attention to myself not that i like try to avoid it but like in certain in certain ways i don't like it so uh anyway that was just something for me to to think about but it was a very beautiful moment and then we um fast forward we come home where then we're home. Okay, so yeah, engagement. That's that's that. Okay, so then we come home from Costa Rica. We get to our trailer in Texas, and the t- 
Texas adventures begin, which is really exciting because we're finally getting to explore Austin, which we have a friend there, and it was a city we were really curious about, and we were there for, you know, a few weeks, so we explored that, and then now we're in Houston. Texas felt really good in general just being here, Um, although our original plans of avoiding hot weather in the south would have been helpful because it's been hot as fuck. Yeah. And... um, Although Texas is nice, we haven't done like a ton outside during the day. We can't really eat dinner or lunch or anything outside too much. Regardless, I love the way it feels here. I so far really like the people. And uh, I think something notable to round out the podcast is just that Ashley and I have been hustling since we've been back. Like, yeah. We had our time. We had our, our little vacation, even though we were working in Costa Rica. We spent a lot of money. Now we're back home motivated to like create and do the things that we want to do so we are very much working hard on that we'll probably go into our next podcast talking about what we're doing what we're creating when we're creating it and so on yeah i feel like it's a balance of for me it's a balance of just being clear on what my desires are creating a strategy and like action behind it but also mindset and a lot of just like diving into manifesting and the law of attraction and being very aware of what my energy is and what my va- where my vibration is because and where my thoughts are coming from are they coming from a lack place are they coming from pure desire like because this all filters into being open to receiving everything that you desire so for me i feel like everything i desire is right there and i feel it coming right around the bend you know this last chunk of the year I just feel like there's so much in store for us and I am constantly self-observing my thoughts in that process to just get to a place where I'm just an attractor of all my desires just flowing into me cool yeah do it excited to talk about that stuff too so until next time September 1st we're in Texas we're gonna be in Texas for the next couple months in the next couple episodes, we will talk about a couple other aspects of life and thoughts and curiosities, and stay tuned. Stick right. with us. Co-creating conscious conversations. Co-creating conscious conversations. Peace with- out, people. Okay, great. <laughs>